This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, so holding a Perik Lamed. Now, Perik Lamed and, and Lamed Alf is a small Perik. It, it's a lot of um, a lot of Pirushim on things in Bracious, Mice Bracious, um, um, basically, I, I, they're not, they're, it's not that the Mamorim are so connected, but it's something which he tries to explain the nimshal behind the mushal. So all of Pasha Bracious, you know, all, all the elements in Bracious, he speaks about in Perik Lamed and Lamed Aleph. And then Lamed Beis, he gets into um, Nevoah. And that that's quite a few prokim. Okay, Periklami. Da. Sheish Hefish Bena Rishnvaschala. The word first um uh, is has two different um meanings, two different implications. Beze Shaschala he nimtes bemeshi loyhaschala or imoi afalpi shaloy tiktam lebizman. The word thila. In Lashon Kaidish, um, is something which tells me it is the root of it, it is the cause of it, and that does not necessarily have to be there first. Um, it's something which it could be you build it up to something, and you say the root of X is the desire for Y. So the word Tchila means cause in a sense, primary in the sense that this is the cause, even though chronologically it's not before. It's like when we say the heart is the beginning of living things, we don't mean that the heart is the first thing formed, but life starts with a heart beating. And it's the foundation for whatever it is. That's Pashit. As I show Rishet, Avalarishan Omnum, so it's Avalarishan Omnum Yoma Al Hakoidan Bisman Bovat. The word Rishon Loshan Kodesh means first chronologically. Me built this Yakoidabo Bisman Sibala Masachachro. And it does not imply any cause and effect. Uh, very simple. If I say Reuven was first in his house, and then Shimon's in his house. Reuven having been there could have nothing to do with Shimon's being there. So it's just he owned the house first, he owned the house second, he owned the house third. The first person living in this house was so and so. You don't say that so and so is the start of the other person. It is no shaykhist it. Um, sometimes it does that. For instance, let's say. A, a, a bachrim from a certain town began, began going to a certain yeshiva, and you could say that Reuven going to that yeshiva was to be started the process. So it could be both together; it could not be together. But it's two different words and two different meanings. Vamila shatar rishim l'shaneinu he tchila tchilas diba Hashem boishia. So, so it's tricky because the word tchila in the the word tchila in um, 
Lashon Kodesh actually means the word Rishon. It's translating back and forth from Arabic, so it's kind of awkward. But the, when it says much like it says in the Pasuk, um, the Tchilas Diba Hashem Vaishaya, it means the first Nevuah that Hoshea um, had. So it's basically a chronological order. It says the um, was, was the first Nevoa. So um, at something which implies the root, the beginning of something, um, so just like the word the head is sort of an implication <coughs> of the of the um, the the the, the or something whether it's formed first or not makes no difference here also that's what it means so the word bracious um is this this is sort of continuing with what he says before that um it's it can't you can't say that the word bracious means chronologically first because by definition there was no time yet the the Ramal Mishitase um that that time is also creation so you can't say in the beginning of in the beginning of would imply that this the it means that using Eretz and Shemayim is, is Eretz and Shemayim are the Sherish of the Bria coming, and that's how the Ram was going to explain that everything else is a differentiation of Shemayim and Eretz. So the word bracious is not implying a time frame, it's implying a process, a cause and effect, a, a root. And, and a continuation from the root. Okay, now he says, he, he, he mentions two chazal that seem to imply that it's a, um, it, it, it almost seems to imply as if there was Zman before, which he rejects totally. Kedakra, and he says it's Dasichidor. Avo, Mashetim Tseu, Kosalik Mehamid Zman, Nimza that which some Chachamim seem to attribute as man before B'Yasoylam, Mesupik Moid, I highly doubt it, Kizel Das Aristo. This is what Aristotle holds, and I strongly hold on like that. It sounds like time has no um, beginning to it, it's eternal, and that's wrong. Why? What forced them to say it? In other words, what 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 were Chazal wrestling with? What what problem? So um, it, 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 so he was bothered by how can we have um, one day, two day, three days when there was not yet. The sun and and any other body that we could measure time with. This is the That there was a 
um, so his implication is um, that there was an eternal, uh, an eternal time beforehand. One could have learned it simply to mean that Kashbaru created first time, and then he created a universe. No, Seder's manim koedim leken could be before the Bri of Shemayi Varetz. It doesn't have to mean it the way he says it, but he understood it that that's what Chazal, that Seder's manim koedim leken means it, it was eternal. There's a framework of time that's, that supersedes any Bri period, which would be like Aristotle kind of in a way, and therefore um, he doesn't like it. Omer Bavur Bavur says, built worlds and was machiv them, and that would um, it, uh, it would mean that there was already um, a time had started with some previous world. So the Ramam takes it to mean that what's the pshat b'nosamachrivan? So it, it, time started with the first world. And we're already holding by the 900 something world. So, so that's where we have. So, and so on is contagious of that. That this shot is even worse than the first one. And I'll explain why in a minute. Take a look what the problem was. That there be that there was time before sun. Since for us time is 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 all sun dependent, so the idea of having time before sun was something that bothered them. Um, so he said, so this forced them. They didn't want to say it maybe outright, but what they they what they what they're coming up with is their concept of a, a time beforehand, and uh, which is like Aristotle. He, he, this interjection over here that he says, means it's, it's a very strong comment. He says, I see no other way of understanding what they said except the way I'm writing it. In other words, he, he felt it very difficult to put in a shot like this in 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 Amaraim, but he has no choice. It, it's clear that's what they mean. Vezeo emunas akadmus bechobalto yivrach mizeh. So so it it's something which is is the antithesis of what a Torah yid should believe. The einza maime etzel kiyotze bemaime rabbiyaza shemaime echnevro, which again seems to imply that there was something beforehand. Um, to, the the um, so, so, um, don't, um, don't disregard these mamarim. So he says, he says, um, 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 Time is a bria, and it's a result of the bria. The, the Ramam puts in a point here that I think is a very important point. Um, he's basically saying it in a sentence over here. The, the reason why we have 
uh, concept of time before, you know, that you have one day, two days, three days. So everyone understands that even when there's, when it's dark outside, there's still time going on. Even, even when you don't see the sun on a nice cloudy, dark day, the sun doesn't stop. The, the time doesn't stop. So the, the measurement of time is definitely independent of the sun. But the one thing it's not independent of is motion. You, you cannot have the concept of time is a measurement of motion. If in a frozen Metsias, a totally frozen Metsias, time is meaningless. Time is the change in the sun and the moon. It's the time is the change in atoms. It's the change in a person's body. It's every change is the, the measurement of change is time. So anything static has three axes. And when it's moving in some way, it is a fourth axis. Our Marshall's always on a, on a picture. A picture does not have time. Yes, the physical film can, can, you know, the physical paper can disintegrate, but the people there are forever young and, and you know, handsome. That's, that's what they are. The, it, doesn't, it doesn't change. Nothing happens to them. The, the, um, the, 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 it, it, so you needed to have some sort of motion. So the Ramam says the primary motion in the Bria is the goggle going round and round. And all motion comes from that. So that's when time started. That was the first motion. Before that, just like there was no Metzias, there was no motion. In a world that's only a Kaddish Baruch Hu, time is meaningless because if nothing is moving, so to speak, then, then time is, 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 is uh, a, a non-entity. Okay. Um, the, the, and so, so, you know, the, and... and the, the, the Rambam's perspective on Akadosh Baruch who's running the world is through the galgal spinning and everything goes around it and everything's affected by it, like like he was explained before. So, I mean, the, the idea of building worlds and destroying them, yeah. you could understand that to be like a finite, there were a certain number of worlds, but there was... Well, well, the Rambam says, I think the Rambam mentions this, that you don't really solve the problem. It's, it's um, you know, you're just pushing it back. But at some point, you you haven't solved the problem. Uh, where did the original time come from? When Osmachrivan tells you to go back a step, but but it, um, it, that's the I think he, he mentioned that that it's never you know it, it's and then, and the, and at the very beginning was the time or not? But for our purposes, like the first show uses that to explain archaeology, like we could use it yes. for a very different purpose. Like that. Right. You can use that matters coming from a different angle. Correct, correct. That for that it makes a lot of sense. But uh, I forgot who it was. There was some famous a scientist who said, uh, you know, he gave a lecture for laymen on cosmology or something, and a lady says it. Then, but you know, this is all nonsense that the world the world simply sits on top of a giant turtle. <laughs> so he asked her. So he said, her, "Okay, that's that's acceptable. But what does the turtle sit on?" So she said, you know, young whippersnapper, I knew it asked that. It's turtles all the way down. 
it's so that's the you know the point of and, and that's that. Rabbi, Rabbi, how do you understand by Yeshua when Yeshua stopped when the sun stopped? So does that mean there was no motion at that point? So I, I don't know. I mean, on a physical level, the implications of that are incredible. I mean, just if it stopped, and the morale speaks about it, that because it was a nace, it was possible that it stopped in some place in the world and didn't stop in other places. It could be that the the the, the light coming through stopped or continued, um, and so it's not the actual orbiting, but it's the light coming to us. Because if the orbiting was stopped, I mean, it, it's like slamming on the brakes and stopping the world would, would kind of uh, throw everybody, in, unless they're wearing seatbelts, you would have a lot of people being thrown very far. So I don't know. It, I would assume it maybe just the light stopped. Okay, so this is sort of a semi-new piece. Again, in this whole period, he's going to be explaining different Different in Yarn and Brias Holom, based on a certain Hanacha that is as follows. And, and it's this is this is what he's coming off the last peric. Last peric was an introduction to this. <laughs> that the Torah said things in simple language, but there's a deeper meaning behind it. So, especially in Brias Holom, where the things are really beyond understanding, so that we need to extrapolate to some sort of deeper in it, and he's got to explain all of the things mentioned over here as meaning a deeper physical reality. In the Rambam's world depth, the, 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 the physical slash scientific depth, philosophical depth, they're all part of one continuum. So this is uh, my separations and so on. What does the word mean? What's wrong just saying Hashemayim Baaretz? So the word S, the word S means with. So means the, it's a way of saying the Shemaim and everything in it and Aretz and everything in it. It's with the entirety. Look for your data, be Uram. So the first thing is that everything, Shemayim and Oretz, came to being in one shot. It came to being as an undifferentiated mass, and the various stages of Bria are differentiation of, of, of that mass. So basically, means it came in one shot. And they slowly began to become separate. This is very similar to what Ramban speaks about, and, uh, and everything comes from Chomei Yuli. Very, very similar explanation. It's something which, in many ways, is parallel to when Kabbalah understood it. There's a, the Bria is a Shoresh with more and more differentiation as you go along. And so he gives a marshal here. 
A person in one shot sowed a lot of seeds. But those seeds popped up on different days. But, but the Zriya was Ushachas. And according to this opinion, which is 100%, which is right, a Yuta Sophic at Shahi of Rabbi Rabbi Simon Shayem Mashama. The Hukshala Shishi. Our question was, how do we define Risha Shayem Shishi? Or Befesham Hobbish is Rabba, the Oyer and Iskabatera, Shenever be a mission, Omer Zaloshin. Hain and Moirish of a mission, like Plon at Yem Revi, Hinek for Ba Abir Zesakavan. Said Rambam answers the Pshat that it means they, they, they were, everything was created in mission, and they only came above ground. They only were Nitle in Shemayim on the on fourth day, which means that their effect, their physical effect was already present in the world earlier, despite the fact that it wasn't nicker. So the, the, the creation of one day, two days, three days, in potential was there before. So that's, it could have been a little bit different, but that's the Rambam, how Rambam learns it. Now, so that's point one. These are, these are really what different. Was, what was, yeah. What, was the, uh, what, was the, what does ACE have to do with, uh, with how, how does that come in? I didn't catch so, that. So um, the, the, it's like, it's means, it's, it's a shorthand for writing, Shemayim and all of its uh, uh, attendant um, features, and Oretz and all its attendant features. So it's very interesting in Hebrew, modern Hebrew, they, they're able to kind of dance to chasnas. You can say, um, it, it, they, write, they will write in Hebrew, let's say a company, Lifshitz and Lifshitz, or you know, that type of like the law firm. So they will write Aleph Tuff, which segues from the English slash French ET, meaning and, and it also plays off the S in, in Chazal, which means with. So it's so interesting. I, I, I saw it a few times, and I, you know, and, and I said, huh, it makes sense. I, I'm sure they got it from the English or French, but it, it does fit well. The, the, you know, with, with our understanding that S means um, with other things also. Um, I mean, let's just explain how that works in, in Hebrew, because Hebrew is, is not um, just whimsical. When I say, could you get me a glass of tea? So I'm referring to a glass of tea. A glass of tea is a cup with tea in it and, and so on. When I tell you, could you get me the glass of tea? That means that this glass has certain properties that distinguish it from other glasses of tea. It, it, it has sugar in it, it has, the, it has the, 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 the thing inside, outside. It, whatever it is, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking about things, whenever I, whenever I have the definite article, it means that this is not a generic cup of tea, but it's tea with something. So the Aleph Tuff 
is subtly includes additional elements to it. Okay, so he says, So now the word Eretz used here is refers to two different uh, uh, musagim. One is the uh, Yesoid of Afer, of Eretz, in the configuration of uh, Eretz, Mayim, and so on. We're, we're referring to it as the and. We're also referring to the specific entity that we have in front of us, that's the earth. The word Eretz could mean both in the Pasuk, and it's used both ways. It, it has multiple meanings. Anything, so it includes anything in the universe is included in the word Eretz, meaning as opposed to Shemaim. And it also refers to the specific uh, Yisod of, of Aras that we have. Where do you see it? So Aras includes all, even things that are and we'll explain these terms later. Ruach lekim, ruach. Ve'achakach ama va'yikra lekim le'abasha aretz. So even though aretz included everything, but that's in its general term, and its more specific term, it's it's the aretz as we know it. V'zeh gam kein soy gadol masoydes ki kol ma shetimtza shi ama va'yikra lekim lekach kacha. So he says here um, uh, uh, the following point. He says, whenever you have so um, you, it means that there is a dis- it's it's a new act of distinguishing between two similar elements or two elements that come from the same shayrish. It's very interesting how, even though his language is extremely different than the Kabbalim's language, it's not it's a whole different world, but there's there's a lot of similarity in understanding. In other words, Bria and Yitzira are two words that are very similar to what the Rambam is saying here. Bria is Yeshma Ayin. That sort of tends to be all-inclusive. It, it, there's very little talk about what is there, it, it, rather than the fact that it exists. And that's sort of like the cloud of Aretz is talking about. Once you, the, the, the Olam of Yitzira, which is a giving things specific forms, specific tzuras, is the second stage. And that, and that, so, so defines certain names of certain things, that becomes a, a more specific quality. Let's take a, a, a parallel example. Um, we can, dogs, we can call all dogs dogs, it's generic. And then I can specify specific names for specific types of dogs. 
And what that does is it packages the differences. And and th this is such a kind of such a kind of such a kind of The word dog is a general thing, anything that sort of looks dog-like, that's it. And then I can be very, very specific and talk about special specific cases. So, so in Bria Sa'ilam, there's two stages in the Bria Sa'ilam. who brought everything into being, and then I who differentiated and made specific kinds. Um, and I think I mentioned that the Kuzari writes that we we understand that Kaddish Baruch Hu, we, we recognize Kaddish Baruch Hu in both ends of it. In the unity that's the root of all matter, everything boils down to um, my days was Adam's, today it's... Uh, it, it's way, um, it's it's uh, much it's quarks and who knows where it's going to go. But everything boils down to one common thing. And then there are um, package, you know, there's plant life, animal life, and so on. There are different species within each one of these and, and so on. And each of these species are packaged. They don't change it to other ones. So the diversity and the unity, both of them, are my it's, it's really incredible when you think about it. The fact that it's it's not like, um, you know, if, if all matter is made out of, let's say, a, a person has uh, some some a glob of cheese. So no matter what you do, it, it it's a glob of cheese. So you can take a little bit out, take a little here, there. Over here, the world is distinct. Every single species is its own nitsias. It doesn't just melt away and it becomes, it's like when you're playing with clay, with like cheap clay. So you, you, you do one thing, I make another thing, I add a thing. It stays very set. And yet the shorish is, is common to all of them. That's uh, that's the incredible Bria of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Okay, we'll hold it over here. Rabbi, can I just uh, follow up with the S? Yeah. Um, I'm still, I'm still not really hearing because I mean this is something that's always kind of bothered me. Like it seems like a redundant word. You say ha, ha already implies that it's ha implies that it's this and it has this certain qualities that you want in you know whatever we're talking about. S it sounds like it's just okay. It has its own specific particulars that come along with it. It sounds like the same thing as ha. So the the, the um, you, you're asking in, in in the use of the language. When would you say it could tell me, you know, Tavilia Takos? When would you say Etakos or Hakos, Tavilia Hakos or Tavilia Etakos? In modern Hebrew, I think it's, a, it's, it's just a distinction in how full of a sentence. I, I don't think there's a real difference. I'm, 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 I'm uh, you know, anytime you add a word, it sort of puts bring the cup. It's like when you, when you want to be very insistent, you'll say, Et hazeh, but in in Russian Kurdish in, in classical, I'm not sure. Like the mal, it's the type of thing the Malbim would probably write. This is this is his thing. Uh, you have to find it in his uh, in his Akdam That's that's the type of thing that he would probably discuss. Okay, good, good Shabbos.